This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the show. Thanks for being here. I'm Charlie Arnold. We're going to get right into our first story because we do have a lot to unpack here. And it's something that a lot of people have started talking about, something that's stirring up a lot of emotions all over the country. After a 22-year-old nursing student, Lakin Riley, was murdered in Athens, Georgia, while on a jog. The suspect, a 26-year-old illegal immigrant from Venezuela named Jose Antonio Ibarra. To sum it up, a Biden migrant murdered an American woman in a sanctuary city. But you already know the media would never frame it like that. Instead, Ibarro, referred to by the Associated Press as an Athens resident, with no mention that he's an illegal alien. Furthermore, the AP is further watering down such a horrendous crime under Biden's watch by claiming that the murder highlights fears of solo female athletes. A University of Georgia alum and someone who has run on that trail many times, someone close to us here at OutKick, Mary Catherine Hamm, joined America's newsroom yesterday to weigh in on it all. There's no attempt to contextualize uh, statistics or anything Make in that sure. piece that might be helpful, female runners. What they, what they do is they take a sample size of two murder, tragic murders of female runners, Lake and Riley and uh, Molly Tibbetts in, uh, in Iowa a couple of years ago in 2018. And then they don't mention that either one of them, the thread that actually connects those two is that both suspects, uh, one serving life sentence, were illegal immigrants. So maybe we should deal with that fact. Perhaps you're missing the story because you're trying to turn it into another story because you don't want to deal with the fact that this reflects badly on the policies that are in place during this administration. But if we do not deal with the policies that are bad in this administration, bad things will continue to happen. That either one had their lives taken by an illegal migrant. But let's talk about the murder suspect, Jose Ibarra. In a statement to Fox News Digital, ICE confirmed that he had been, in, had been encountered by Customs and Border Protection back on September 8, 2022. After entering near El Paso and was then, listen to this, paroled and released for further processing. ICE also confirmed that Ibarra had been arrested by the New York Police Department a year later on September 14, 2023, and then at that point, charged with acting in a manner to injure a child less than 17 and also a motor vehicle license violation. So what I'm, what I'm saying to you, I want to sum it all up because we need to get this straight. Ibarra, he entered the U.S. illegally. He had several run-ins with law enforcement, was already charged with crimes, and still was allowed to stay here only to go on and then supposedly at this point what we assume what happened, murder Lake and Riley. There's no way to make it make sense. But the question is, will this information make a difference come election time? It absolutely should. I think we are all well aware of that. This is the direct result, like Mary Catherine Hamm so eloquently stated, of flawed policy installed by Joe Biden and also the Democratic Party as a whole. But again, this brings me back to the media's framing of it all. Maybe a bulk of the population will continue to be in the dark about just how awful our president really is, all the while the body bags keep unfortunately piling up. After all, instead of giving honest details, the AP omits the facts to protect Joe Biden and his policies, and then disguises this whole thing 
as a piece to highlight the fear of solo female athletes. Incredibly, the story also references, uh, like Mary Catherine Ham said, the 2018 disappearance of University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts. That's in an effort to make further its case about the dangers to female runners. But conveniently, throughout the entire thread of the story, what they left out, Tibbetts also murdered by an illegal immigrant who was later convicted and now serving a life sentence. So the very least the reporters could do is be truthful about the case of Lake and Riley's murder because their job as journalists, as reporters, is to report facts without bias. That should go without saying. But what journalism has often become, and we've seen this time and time again, is more so just a vehicle to protect the Democratic Party who, if we're going to call it like it is, they are nothing more than a bunch of hypocrites. They claim to be feminists, but meanwhile, do nothing to protect women. I mean, why shouldn't a college female feel safe while running close to campus in the middle of the day? But I get it, because as a woman, I don't feel safe here in New York City with tons of people surrounding me taking the subway in the middle of the day. There are inherent dangers and we all realize it. Unfortunately, now you have to also realize that as a college student. And just like Athens, Georgia, where Lakin lost her life to an illegal, NYC, also a sanctuary city, thanks to the Democrats. Women and our safety do not matter to the left. It's all just a ruse, because if they did care, our border would be closed and our safe spaces like sports and our locker rooms would be protected. Who's to say this isn't going to happen again? Because this isn't the first or even second time an illegal migrant has taken the life of an innocent American female. And my guest can now sadly speak firsthand to this type of tragedy. So joining me now, Tammy Nobles, mother of Kayla Hamilton, whose life was taken just three days after her 20th birthday in 2022. Uh, so Tammy, thank you so much for being here. Uh, obviously this news about Lake and Riley hits very close to home. Um, I'm just wondering if you could just take me through what exactly happened with your daughter, Kayla, please. Um, Kayla Hamilton just, just spent her 20th birthday. She got a Jojo Suya cake for her birthday. She was murdered in her bed by an illegal immigrant while she was sleeping. He was apprehended at the border. He was seeking asylum as a UAC, as a, as a um, unoccupied alien child. He was afraid of gain activity in his country. Uh, Homeland Security and Department of Health and Human Services did not make one phone call to El Salvador because he had a criminal record in 2020 for illicit gang activity. They did not lift his shirt to check for the MS-13 gang tattoo. It took the, it took Kayla's murder and, and for the detectives to find out that he was actually on the MS-13 gang member list. There was an illegal immigrant who was renting out rooms in mobile homes and she took it upon herself and picked Kayla's home to have this individual live. And he was only living there for five days before he oh my God. murdered her and raped her in the middle of the day while she was sleeping in her bed. And after questioning um, the detectives asked ICE if they could hold him because he was the main suspect in a murder case, ICE refused. So guess where he gets to go? 
Child Protective Services takes custody of him, tells the detectives that they were going to put him in an unsecure children's home. I mean, put put him in a secure location. They end up put they ended up putting him in an unsecure children's home with other children. And they also put him in a foster home because he had issues at the children's home. Every government agency has failed us. Our young women are not safe. Every one of them has failed. When this gang member, this illegal immigrant, was put in the same home as Kayla was living in, was anyone made aware of that beforehand? Is, that, is there any type of notification that goes out before someone's placed in an area like this, or is it just happen and no one has any say about it? She just put him in there. Didn't check his age. Supposedly he was almost 17. She just put him in there. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot of, uh, there's, there's so many flaws in the system from top to bottom. Uh, and you've realized that. And unfortunately it came at the cost of your daughter, which is horrible. Uh, you as a result have filed a lawsuit, a hundred million dollars against Biden's Department of Homeland Security and also the Department of Health and Human Services for what you called, quote, playing Russian roulette with our lives by failing to stop your daughter's murder at the border. So Tammy, what has come of that so far? Have you heard anything? Has there been any type of response as, as a result of you filing this lawsuit? Um, Homeland Security and Department of Health and Human Services has not said anything yet. Um, they have until March to respond to the actual claim. And then if they don't, then we're just going to go ahead and file the lawsuit because they need to be held accountable. Somebody needs to do something because this is has gotten so out of hand and and it's targeting our young women and you don't have to run you don't have to you don't i mean kayla was in her bed like it could happen to anyone and to anyone's daughter it's not about immigration it's not about a political issue the ones coming here are not here to do the right thing and they're not here to get a better life yeah i think uh politics aside, this is a safety issue and people need to open their eyes because like you just said, it could happen to anybody. And unfortunately it did happen again to Lake and Riley uh, just in the past couple of days. And, and Tammy, you had the courage to testify before Congress back in January. Uh, after sharing your thoughts on the flaws in our immigration system and the policies under Joe Biden. Have you heard a single word since making that testimony from our president? No. And he has not said Kayla's name. He has not sent any prayers. Um, he actually came to Norfolk to have Thanksgiving dinner with some of the troops here. And I'm like, well, he can stop by Kayla's memorial no, her resting place in Virginia Beach. Uh, he has not said anything. I have not heard from him. What type of reaction have you gotten in general from, I won't even say friends and family, I, I would rather know from strangers um, who have no connection to you, who, who realize uh, the type of trauma that you've undergone and it's the direct result of our government. Have you heard anything from people reaching out? Yeah, um, I have a lot of support. A lot of people are really happy that I'm filing a lawsuit and that somebody is actually doing something. But then you have some that aren't believing it or 
think that the victims were doing something wrong and they weren't. And I'm sure that's probably fear, but I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm just trying to make everyone aware because none of the, none of the girls or any other that's been affected by illegal immigrants were doing anything wrong and they should not. And their deaths could have been prevented. Yeah, and I think that's really important to reiterate is they were doing nothing wrong and people need to be made aware of that. Uh, it's not like they intentionally put themselves in harm's danger. And and not to mention, uh, this is the United States. The people who have been found wrong of these crimes, they do not belong here. If they want to come to the United States, there are proper processes of making that happen. But these people have all come in illegally and they've come in to do nothing but commit crimes and take the lives of innocent victims. The problem is, Tammy, and I think you realize it, I realize it, the media is constantly running interference for our government in the flawed policies. So a lot of people's eyes aren't open to what's really going on. Uh, have you noticed that there's been any type of shift with these unfortunate things happening? I mean, even so recently with Lake and Riley's murder. Yeah, I mean, there has been no major news networks that are running the stories. It's just, you know, I mean, it's not a political thing. Like why these stories are important and they're important to Americans to know that our young women are being killed and Americans aren't safe anywhere. They're just not safe and we're not being looked out. Our, we come first, Americans come first. We need to come first, not last. And we are not being protected at all. Yeah, and I think I think what you just said is very important because it seems like these days Americans are coming last. Um, there's a lot of people being put before the people who have the right to be in this country, who were born in this country. Do you think that if people were to have the information, have all of the facts, have the media properly and factually report things like this that were happening, that it would actually make a real difference come the election? Yes, it would. It would make a huge difference in how we vote. I heard that Biden was going to go down to the border on Thursday. Why? It's too late. Like, why are you trying to go down there now? And I'm sure it has something to do with him trying to save his presidency and for votes. But it's too late now. I mean, what are you going to do now? Absolutely. Uh, what do you want people to know about Kayla, whether it's about who she was as a person or what happened to her or even what you want to see happen to best commemorate her life and her memory? I am still trying to bring awareness on what is happening to honor Kayla and to bring awareness and to honor her memory. She did not deserve to go down like that. Um, she was a beautiful child inside and out. She was, um, she had autism and she was trying her best to make her way into this world. She was working and she loved to laugh and she loved, you know, loved her life. And she kept her friends close. And she was just a wonderful little girl and the best song that sums Gala up is we played at her memorial is Girls Just Want to Have Fun.
That was Kayla. She was a ray of sunshine. Well, Tammy, I'm so sorry um, for what you're going through. I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, Kayla seems like she was, uh, like you said, a ray of sunshine. And um, it's just unfortunate because at the end of the day, um, like we were just talking about, this was somebody who shouldn't have been in our country in the first place. Um, and I do believe that there should be much stricter, um, you know, examinations at the border. I I think it's very obvious. I, you had said in your... Um, in your recount, you know, he had a record, a criminal record in El Salvador back in 2020. He also had the gang tattoos. All they had to do was make one phone call to pull up his criminal record in El Salvador to find out. He was on the list and listed as a known gang member of MS-13. Those two things should have kept him from entering this country. Um, it seems like you're able to do a better job just by this one statement alone than, than our border con control and protection. So uh, I'm so sorry for what you went through. Thank you. Is there anything that you, just before I let you go, is there anything that you want people to do right now uh, as a way to take action or draw more awareness to what's going on? I would let everyone know to please listen to what we are saying. I don't want this to happen to anyone else's child. It could happen to anybody. Just be careful of your surroundings and always... I, I guess now you guys, you, you always have to be with somebody, be with somebody until something changes at the border. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the story. And I hope people start paying attention and uh, more awareness can be drawn to this because I would hate for it to happen to somebody else again, uh, even after this latest incident. But thank you so much and um, good luck with everything. I, I, I hope people start waking up uh, to the horrible things that are going on in our country. Thank you for having me. Outkick the Morning will be right back after a short break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You know, that was obviously tough for her to come back on and share, but she realizes the importance of sharing this story because it is not so dissimilar, really not at all, to what just happened recently with Lake and Riley. Uh, we also mentioned that there was the, um, the other victim who had her life taken by an illegal immigrant who was noted in that AP story about the fears of running solo as, as a female athlete, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, that, shouldn't be that, that shouldn't be the headline. And people should be mad about this. People should be angry about this. But the problem, like I stated at the beginning of the show, is people half the time don't even have the awareness to understand this type of thing is going on. In fact, even my producer said that he was sharing this story with some of his family members who share more liberal political views uh, as a way to allow them to understand what's going on in our country. Because a lot of people don't. That's the problem. If you turn on CNN, if you turn on MSNBC, you're not going to see these stories being run. And if they are being run, it's going to be 
in a uh, have a false sense of narrative. Uh, you know, they'll probably highlight the fact that Joe Biden is going down to the border this week. Well, great. What is that going to do at this point? Uh, you know, th- that's their goal, though. They want to celebrate Joe Biden. They want to prop him up. They don't want to share the horrors that have happened under his watch. Uh, and just to run it back as a female living in New York City, I don't feel safe going out by myself. I will only rarely take the subway at certain hours during the day because it's necessary, because it's too expensive or too inconvenient to get around in an Uber, for example, or a cab. Uh, But I don't feel safe on the subway because I understand that we have lunatics running around the city because just like Athens, Georgia, New York City is a sanctuary city. As many illegal immigrants as as will actually fit and can be jam packed into these cities that they have deemed sanctuaries, it will continue to happen. Uh, so I hope something does come out of this. Uh, hopefully, Lake and Riley's life wasn't taken in vain and something can happen. But I did just see also on Fox News yesterday that um, even the girls down in Athens, Georgia, who attend University of Georgia or uh, local colleges nearby, um, I think Augusta University is right there as well, are, are using the buddy system now. They don't feel safe, whereas they once felt like, oh, this is our college campus. We can go out on a casual run. Now they feel like they can't even leave to go to the store except to have a friend nearby. So um, it's really sad what's going on, and I only see it getting worse. I don't see any way that it gets better. So uh, hopefully people wake up. We've got the election in less than a year from now. Uh, We've got a great candidate who will be representing us on the other side, and he even has said it very loudly so far. It will be the greatest day of deportation in U.S. history. So um, People should really rally behind that. Otherwise, we're going to find ourselves in a lot of trouble. And our young women especially uh, are going to be, you know, probably sensing a whole lot of danger uh, in the days, the months, in, you know, who who knows, even the years to come if if we don't make a drastic change now uh, in the 2024 election. Uh, But now let's pivot to, um, I I guess, a bit of a lighter story. Uh, This one deals with Cam Newton. Uh, He was helping to coach a seven-on-seven tournament uh, this past week, and he got in a bit of a scuffle, we'll call it. Um, He was sucker-punched, and we actually have video of that. So let's take a look at it, and then we'll come back and react. Well, it's not hard to pick Cam out of the crowd. Obviously, he's got the uh, the crazy hair. It's like a foot off of his head, and he's got the uh, the hat, the wide-brimmed hat that has the hole in the top that allows the hair to sprout out. Uh, it's a very, very uh, obnoxious look, if you ask me. I've never really understood it. It is not attractive at all. Uh, I guess it's maybe just like a style or a trend that he's trying to uphold. I don't really know. Anyways, two of the guys who were involved in this altercation They're also coaches. Their name are TJ and Steph Brown. They're saying that Newton's actions throughout the course of the weekend, because, again, this was a seven-on-seven tournament, lasted a couple of days, led to this altercation and started with Cam Newton grabbing Steph first 
And then TJ threw that sucker punch like we just saw. A lot of people are up in arms about this, Jason Whitlock especially being one of them. Um, he had gotten on his podcast and talked about the fact that he thought that this was due to Cam Newton's baby mama drama. I believe Cam Newton has several children with several different women. I wouldn't go as far to say that. I'm not really sure what to attribute his actions to, but the fact that people are getting so caught up with, oh my gosh, Cam Newton's actions, how could he? He's a former NFL player. Well, I would say, why wouldn't we expect this? It has nothing necessarily to do with Cam Newton. I just never really looked at Cam Newton and said, oh, wow, that is the the model of profession, professional and, you know, it just never struck me as that. Um, there were a couple people on social media who were comparing him to the Manning brothers, said, oh, you would never catch Peyton or Eli Manning acting like that. But I think it's very clear just judging by their playing career and even afterwards how they built their brands, they've portrayed themselves in just much different lights. And that's okay. Not everyone has to have the same path. Uh, not everyone is looking to build the same brand, but I've just never looked at Cam Newton and thought I wouldn't expect, you know, him to get into a fight at a seven on, it's never even occurred to me. Uh, so it just really, I'll just be honest, it doesn't even really phase me. I don't really have so much emotion about it except to say that um, I don't think that this is acceptable, especially when there are children around and you're trying to be a role model for the children who are on the teams in the tournament. You should be setting a better example because a lot of them, I would imagine, signed up for the tournament knowing that Cam Newton was going to be involved and they look up to him like a role model and probably will go on to mimic his actions later in life, perhaps. I'm not really sure, but uh, yeah, just not a great example. Uh, probably a reason to not have Cam Newton involved in such a type of tournament next year. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm not here to judge anyone's morals or their character. I just, I don't really have much emotion surrounding it, to be honest. Not like Jason Whitlock, at least. He was very fired up. So uh, if you want to go check out what he had to say, uh, his podcast, he goes on a whole spiel uh, as far as how he feels about Cam Newton and why his actions were the way that they were at the 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. But everybody, that is it. That's all I have for you today. Uh, a bit of a heavy show, uh, but I feel like it's really important, especially as a woman who realizes the dangerous road that we're headed down in this country. I think it's very clear that illegal immigrants mean more to our government than Americans themselves. And that is actually a very, very scary fact. And everybody should be waking up to it. So uh, if you watch the show and maybe you have a family member as well who's not so aware of what's going on as far as our open southern border is concerned, maybe share the story. Maybe share the link to the show with someone and they can hear Tammy speak uh, and the emotion that was coming through her because, again, her daughter, just one of three innocent American women that we've mentioned over the course of the show. Who knows? There could be far more than that that we haven't gotten to that haven't even been brought to light uh, because the media won't allow them to. But share the link. Share the story. Let's get the word spread. The election's only a few months away. Uh, let's make sure that things like this have a real influence on the election, because uh, if we continue down this path, who knows what we're in for. But everyone, in the meantime, make sure to follow me on social media at Charlie on TV. And we've got another show for you tomorrow. So I hope you will stay tuned and I will see you then.